Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin' Read. Whenever we talk about the MTA, money-taking agency that wastes billions of our tax dollars and yet supports a mega-bureaucracy of executives who never take the very mass transit system that they supposedly oversee. And it's obvious every time they roll out a new concept, new idea, joining me today as she does every Tuesday and Thursday on the Rip and Read my wife, Nancy, the e-attorney who does the deep dive so that you will find out things that you won't hear in the headlines, you won't even see sometimes in the uh, extended newscast about the inefficiency, the ineffectiveness, and the total malfeasance of the MTA money-taking agency. Uh, Nancy, we saw they rolled out. With a lot of uh, a big drum roll, they might as well have had a fife and bugle band up on 191st Street at the number one train. What new program that's going to cost us a lot of money is the MTA busting its buttons and bridges over? Well, the MTA is testing out their new safety measures at a few stations, to your point. Um, the Washington Heights station is the first one. And... It's essentially a, a barrier that's supposed to keep people off the tracks and then keep riders generally safer. So, um, you know, they, they, like to, so they had this big, um, rollout. It looked like they just did everything last night, like the, the previous night, because the, you know, that morning they're drilling the stuff into the ground as this like pressers going on. 
it's still wet paint on the yellow barriers, which look like tiny fences. So it's not a, a continuous barrier that goes the entire length of the platform. It's um, positioned, you know, th- like uh, between some of the the uh, you know, elements of like where people stand. But there's huge gaps. It's not a concise thing. It doesn't go to the ceiling. It doesn't go to the floor. And it looks very cheap. <laughs> I don't know how much they spent, but it looks very cheap. It's low budget. Uh, very low budget. Having uh, had patrols of Guardian Angels on the London subway system, which is even uh, larger than the New York City subway system and the Tokyo subway system, they have these barriers at some of the stations, and they are state-of-the-art. They go from the platform to the ceiling. They open up when the train arrives. But what I saw yesterday on 195th Street in Washington Heights was so low budget, even a third-world country. And I've been on subways in third-world countries like Mexico and Mexico City. Even a system like in Mexico City, which does not have these barriers yet, would probably, if they decided to put them in, do a better job than the MTA money-taking agency. Yeah, and, and 10 years ago is when they started floating around this idea of, uh, you know, subway safety through having these barriers uh, placed throughout different platforms. So 10 years ago, they said it'll cost over a billion to retrofit the entire system. So here we are 10 years later. They have the first one going up in anticipated four stations, so you can, you know, do the math on that one. Like the odds of this happening in our lifetimes is not, it's just not happening. But, I, they, and they're also going to supposedly study the effectiveness of it because there's some concerns. It's not, a, it doesn't go straight to the actual, um, you know, the, the edge. So there's still space to get in between. And there's also concern that people are going to go on the other side of the barrier because you actually can feasibly do that. If you can't see the train and the barriers in your way and you're looking to see like when is it coming, you just go beyond it. You'll be leaning on it. So, again, it doesn't seem like a very sturdy structure. Um, and, you know, again, they've tested out a few different ideas. Um, but what they found was – now, this is another interesting point. Apparently, the MTA has a track trespassing task force. I don't know who's getting paid for this job. Not a way. Track trespassing. <laughs> so you were a victim of track trespassing this morning because when you were coming up here to WABC – your train was not running in both directions because clearly somebody was track trespassing and apparently had been clobbered by an oncoming train. Yeah, so the the B line and the Q line, they were uh, indefinitely not running this morning because someone was struck by a train at Prospect Park. Now, this is one of the stations that doesn't have this barrier yet. You know, hopefully uh, <laughs> that will help them out. Maybe they'll be a little bit well, mindful of this. I, I could save them a lot of money. There are people who live in the tunnels. They're called mole people. They actually live in the tunnels of the subway system. I'd be more than happy to show the high-priced executives at J Street Borough Hall who never even use the system that they manage where these homeless people live in the subway tunnels. The biggest area is 2nd Avenue on the F train. As you go between East Broadway and 2nd Avenue down, it's our yellow village. They They have no idea. Let's get some of the responses from the people who were taking the first rides of these low-budget barriers that have been uh, constructed, like overnight. 191st Street on the number one train in Washington Heights. Here's a young man. uh, He basically reflected the opinion of most. I don't think they're going to do a lot, though. I think people use sometimes just going to run over. They're just going to do stupid things. And things are going to happen, no matter like how much you try to protect. 
Yeah, and then there's a woman who is used to the kind of barriers that I've described that exist in London and Tokyo and in some other mass transit systems, her reaction, and then the follow-up from the MTA chief who was stymied. When they first mentioned something uh, like this, I thought it's going to be like, you know, like uh, like in other countries, like it's going to be like all closed. Um, I don't know, there's still more space for people to fall. There's some special complexities in New York because of the age of our system, because the location of structure. Oh, shut up. <laughs> London is a much older subway system than New York City, so he's full of bull feathers. And they just did a, there's no other way to describe it, a half-assed job. It's low budget. It's look, it looks third world. The gates, but they, I mean, they really look like somebody put chicken wire on some uh, two-by-fours. And, it, and, it's, and it's not bad enough. In this 191st Street station, it's in such horrific condition. They have um, barriers around the columns where and then also the the tiles falling off this is a very narrow um subway platform i don't know if and then this is also the one where it doesn't have direct staircase going up to the street you have to wait for the elevator so now when i'm looking at the way that these barriers are constructed it's supposed to be funneling people through this one entrance way but you know how people they get on the subway on either side when the door opens now it's going to make a singular line in a very, very constricted platform. I mean, th- this sounds like it has a potential to be less safe. Well, let's go to the uh, thread of the social networking, the subway widers responding to, oh, the uh, the absolute magnificent brain power that the MTA has used to set up a system that really nobody likes these barriers. Yeah, this is great. So on uh, Twitter, you know, they made this big announcement. They're all proud of it. 